Hey team, Cam here from Training Tilt. So in this episode of Business of Endurance Coaching, where we talk about marketing and business tips for endurance coaching businesses, talking about um, sending emails. So go back to my last uh, post about uh, the four stages of marketing. This is really the second stage. The first stage is generating leads, so getting more people to know about your business and capturing their information so you can get in touch with them and then the second stage is nurturing those um, potential customers so getting them to know like and trust you so then in the future they may become customers and you do that by helping them as much as you can so the best way to do that still is through email marketing it's the easiest way to once you've got someone's email address it's the easiest way to get in front of them without a lot of distractions. So social's good, but it's very hard to get them in front of a post or a blog or something like that, um, whereas inbox is way more personal. So still a great way to do it. So uh, one thing I see with coaches a lot is they start creating a, uh, like an email list where people subscribe to their emails and then they just don't send them emails. So this could be because they're worried about them unsubscribing or they're worried about sending them too many emails Um, but what typically happens is they build up this email list they haven't been sending them emails and then they only really send them emails when they've got something that they want to offer them so back to those four stages the offer is the last stage so um sorry the offer is the second to last stage the last stage is actually delivering the service so jumping from leads to making an offer and not doing the nurturing in between. So that's the key to email marketing. You want to send a bunch of emails. Um, 90% of them, you're not asking for anything. You're just offering um, help and advice around the, the important thing is it's around the specific topic that you've decided is your niche. Um, So for triathlon, that might be beginner triathletes, um, for running, that might be people looking to run a few marathons, but now they're looking to beat their personal best, take it to the next level. So that's covered in the previous um, post. And why well, you shouldn't worry about unsubscribes. So that's the first thing I'll go. So um, you will get unsubscribes, and that doesn't mean that people are annoyed with you or anything like that. It just means that they're busy. They've subscribed to too many things. They may not be even interested in endurance sports anymore so they just want out of that uh, email list or they don't like your content which um uh, if you're targeting it at at the people you want to serve um and they don't like it then that just probably means that they're not your target audience so you shouldn't be uh, upset or offended by that um they're better off off the list so they don't get annoyed by the emails and you're not paying for them because, uh, you know, the more email subscribers you get, you, the, the higher um, your subscription to the email service will be. So the key is to send good emails. Um, most of them are not asking people to buy something. Most of them is just helpful advice. So like me now, I create a blog every week and then I email that blog out to my email list every uh, week as well. So if people unsubscribe... I mean, it could be because they don't like the content, they don't think it's good, um, but more likely it's they're just not interested uh, anymore. So I would prefer that they are off my list. And as I said here in my blog post, 
a bunch of people will unsubscribe when I send this out. And I actually, this email went out this morning as I speak in real time. And I can already see three people have unsubscribed and there'll be a few more. But the good thing is, if you, um, on audio, you won't be able to see this. But if you're on video, you'll be able to see this. But I'll talk through it. I recently started becoming more regular with my emails again. So I write a blog post, send an email every single week. So I'm up to about 12 weeks um, now. And here's the stats for eight of the last uh, emails. Uh, it's probably excluding the last few because I did this a little while ago. But um, where my unsubscribe rate when I first started sending emails again was really high. And that's just because... What happens if you don't send emails is people forget who you are. So um, they might have subscribed because they saw something interesting that you'd posted. And then if you never email them again, they just um, don't know you. So all of a sudden they get an email in their inbox like they did, like people did with me because I hadn't emailed them for a little while. Then they just hit unsubscribe because they didn't they think, oh, I don't even know who this guy is or, or anything like that. So then, but then as I've started sending more regular emails my unsubscribe rate has drastically gone down so that could also be because a lot of people in the list well it's sort of the same thing they're not interested so they unsubscribe but now um, my total amount of people on the list hasn't gone that down that much but the number of people who unsubscribe each email has gone down to really low now so that's good. That means that everyone on there is interested or um, or may unsubscribe in the future. But uh, the more emails, pointers, beating around the bush, the more emails that you send, um, good emails, valuable to the um, customer, the less unsubscribes you'll get over time. And you'll just create this list of more engaged people rather than a list full of people that just waiting to unsubscribe you're just not sending them any uh, emails so what are the benefits of sending e email for email marketing for coaches staying on top of mind so that's the big one um people are so distracted in social media you know they might be following dozens and dozens of coaches um so when it comes time because people go through stages where they're not when they first see your content they're not necessarily ready to buy anything so at some point, there will come a time when they are ready and you want to be top of mind. So if you're sending them valuable emails every two weeks or every week, um, so ideally you want to be sending every week. I think that's a good number. Two weeks, possibly. It depends on your audience as well. But at the very least, once a month to stay top of mind. I'd go, I'd, I'd try with two weeks and if you can get down to one, um, but in the very least, um, once a month. So staying top of mind. So when they're ready to buy something, you're the one that they think of. Establishing trust. So why should they buy something from you? They first have to trust you. So how do they trust you? Well, you need to be showing them that you know what you're talking about. So you can only do that with content. So a good way to do that is through email. Provide value. Again, similar. Constantly helping them. Um, they will appreciate that. So when it comes time that they're ready to buy something, they will reciprocate what you've given them and give back. So what happens when you don't email your list? So this is the opposite. This is what most coaches probably experience who don't email their list. So missed opportunities. So when you're neglecting your list, you're missing out on the opportunity to build relationships with more people. So you're probably building great relationships with the people who are already your customers, but 
you need to take that opportunity to build relationships with people who aren't your customers yet. Lower engagement rates. So as I showed you before, the less emails you spend, the less engagement you'll get with those emails that you do send. So you don't want to be sending no emails for months and then all of a sudden you've got a program that you want to sell and then you send an email out asking them to buy something. Um, that won't work. So lower engagement rates. Oh yeah, that's what I just went through. So weaker relationships, again, the opposite of building relationships. You just won't have a um, strong relationships with people who aren't already your customers. Um, and then the importance of nurturing your leads, some important points about that. So always share valuable content. So all you think about what's in it for your target audience, what's in it for them. Personalize your emails. So you want to make sure your emails contain content relevant to why your subscribers signed up in the first place. So if they opted in because you promised a certain type of content, then you should be providing um, that content. Um, another thing you can include, which isn't direct selling, um, is highlighting success stories. Um, so you can include stories about people that you're currently coaching your customers and um, the wins that they've had and then link that back to your um, services. So you don't need to directly ask for a sale there, but it's still good content. They see someone that's similar to them and they think, oh, I could achieve that as well. Um, then that's that's really good for that trust too. So just a few best practices for effective email marketing to help you get your head around this. So frequency. So you want to be sending emails regularly. That's what this is all about. But don't overwhelm them. So a good rule of thumb is once a week. But in, you know, but you want to be, um, if you can't quite do that, then try for once a fortnight. Subject lines. So you want to make sure your subject lines are compelling. I know myself that I just won't open a lot of emails. Um, I'm on. I'm subscribed to lots of email lists. Um, I just won't open them if the subject line is not interesting about something that might relate to me now. So don't put generic subject lines like um, monthly tips or anything like that, that the customer isn't sure whether that's going to apply to them. So you want to put specific things in there. So like um, how to avoid common race day mistakes or race faster in your 50s with these four tips. Anything that is related to the specific problem that you're fixing as a coach um, and be very specific. So they'll see and go, oh, yep, that's me. I'm going to read this one. Um, and then a call to action. So call to action doesn't need to be buy this thing, subscribe to my coaching or anything like that. It could just be, uh, if you found this interesting, please share with your friends or so a, a link to go to um, a social post talking about the same piece of content and like or share that. Um, and then um, if you have any other free downloads or anything like that, link link uh, to those. Or just um, a thing to say, does this resonate with you? Reply and let me know your thoughts. So just anything to keep them uh, keep the interaction uh, going like that. Um Typically, the simplest one would be like my ones when you, you write a blog post, you send out the email, and then the you summarize the blog post in the email, and then the call to action is go to the website, go to the website, read the blog, and then there's some other things, call to action on those pages that you can um, uh, show them. And that's a subtler way of 
showing them content that's valuable to them, giving a lot, and then if they go to your website, you can have your um, links to sales pages and stuff without explicitly asking them to buy something in every email. Uh, yep, so that's it. So email marketing is a critical tool for coaches. I think you should be doing it. Um, some A lot of businesses, not just coaches, are reluctant to do email marketing because they think that people don't like um email marketing they don't like getting emails in their inboxes and that's true but it depends on the content people don't like being sold to every week in their inbox people do like reading valuable helpful content that you created that you designed to specifically solve their specific uh, problems so there you go send regular emails share valuable content personalize it highlight success stories um good subject lines, call to actions, and then hopefully with these tips, you'll be well on your way to building better relationships with a wider group of people, not just the people that you're currently uh, coaches. And if you don't have an email tool yet, um, I'll have a link to the blog post where you can see three of the ones that we integrate with here at Training Tilt, and I can recommend those three. There's a bunch of other good ones uh, as well, but if you're a Training Tilt user, you should use one of those three because then you can integrate it with your um, Training Tilt uh, platform, and I could help you a lot more with those as well because I know them pretty well. All right, catch you next week.